0: Please take your seats. School is now in session. Welcome to Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. It's
1: time to document the journey. Hello and welcome back to Homeschool Podcast. It's great to have you with us again. We know you got a lot of options out there when it comes to podcasts, so. It means the world to us that you're here. When I say yes, I mean me. I'm Augustino Zoida. I'm the host of Homeschool Podcast. Today, I have no guest. There's no co-host. It's a little one-on-one time with me and you, you and me. Uh, First off, I like to say I'm sorry about last week. There was no episode. But um, sometimes you can overstay your welcome. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. That's the subject of today's podcast is overstaying your welcome. And I believe that you can do that in life, in uh, you know, face to face, or electronically and on social media. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, before we begin, I would like to say I have a couple shows coming up. Here's the rest of my year, you guys. Here's what I got for you. Here's all of it. These are the, my only gigs remaining for the rest of the year, unless something else just happens to fall in my lap. I ain't got much else for you. All right. <clears throat> I'm coming to Boston, Massachusetts, technically, all right, October 7th and October 8th. So on the 7th, you can see me in Worcester, Massachusetts, and on October 8th, I'm uh, doing Foxborough at Patriot's Place, which is fucking dope, and uh, you can get tickets for that. They're on sale right now. They're starting to sell. Go to AugustinoComedian.com or HomeSchooledPod.com. That's HomeSchooledPod.com click on tour after that uh I don't have anything really in November except the day before Thanksgiving I'm doing a night uh, with uh an evening with Alfred Robles Alfred Robles is another hilarious comic I've known for a long 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 time I'm excited to work with him again he's doing a, a, a Thanksgiving Eve show and it's in LA so I got an LA date for you there you go and then after that December 3rd, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. Tickets are on sale now. And then after that, I'm doing New Year's Eve in Phoenix, Arizona at the House of Comedy. So I believe that's December 29th through the 31st. Uh, That's Phoenix, Arizona, which I don't believe tickets are on sale yet. But Mark your calendar. So there you have it. All right, everybody. Make sure you come see me if uh, you're in the Massachusetts area. Foxborough on October 7th. Excuse me. Worcester on October 7th. Foxborough, Massachusetts, October 8th. And then uh, on Patriots Place, Los Angeles, November 23rd. And December 3rd, Memphis, Tennessee. And then Phoenix, Arizona, closing it out New Year's Eve. Guys, everything is at homeschoolpod.com. Click on tour. I don't go to a lot of places, and when I do... I'm not there for very long. I, I, I ain't doing whole weekends and selling out all weeks. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking uh, unknown comic. I, I work for what I got. I'm Captain One-Nighter, all right? So if I'm in your town for one night, it'd be great to see you. Come on out. And that's it. That's uh, that's what I, Those are the dates I got for you for the year. Again, everything is at homeschoolpod.com. Click on tour or augustinocomedian.com. Click on tour. If you don't ever want to miss a date when I'm coming to a town near you, make sure you guys are following me on social media at Augustino Zoida across the board. Except for TikTok, it's Augustino Comedian. But it's my full name, Augustino Zoida, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And let's get into this episode, everybody. I want to talk about, um, as I said, overstaying your welcome. I didn't do an episode last week because I got a lot going on. Uh, I'm constantly out there on social media. I have several different... Segments and shows and content that I'm putting out there, uh, you know, with the movie review show, the movie stash, uh, stand up comedy, not to mention just funny reels that I'm posting on uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, trying to get all those going. And I was supposed to do a friend of mine's podcast this Sunday, so that would have been another podcast out in the world with me. I don't want to give you guys too much, I already, you know, fight for what I have, and I think that you can overstay your welcome in many things in life you know i mean think about people that you know you like that constantly appear in your feed whether you're on you know instagram or facebook whatever when you start to see the same people only it can get a little annoying and uh you know it, it, it's the algorithms of the of the social medias that you're using as well because they just they think who you want to see because maybe you like them or you look at them the most but when it, when it comes down to it they're not you know, all who you want to see, algorithms and AI just constantly try to work to be smarter and predict what we're thinking. But they'll never even come close to human thinking. Uh, but anyway, the point is is that um, you end up seeing a lot of the same people on your feed all the time. And it can get annoying and it can get repetitive. And it seems like th- this guy or girl is just posting all fucking day. And they're not. You're just like – I personally try to do like – One or two posts a day. I don't really count stories. Stories, I throw up stories in my social media. It only stays up for 24 hours anyway, but I still try to like space them out by hours so you're not clicking through. I mean, think about stories. When you look at somebody's story, you go, oh, they got new stories posted. You click on it, and they're just a bunch of stories in a row. I like to do one story every couple hours. This way, every time you open Instagram, you'll see I got a new one rather than a bunch, which you're probably not going to look through them all anyway. That's overstaying your welcome. Think about it. Am I wrong? This annoys you. When it's the same people. I I, I try to post... I'm not mentioning no names or anything, anybody. Uh, I see the same stand-up comics posting stuff, and I go, maybe it's the algorithm fuck with me. Maybe they're not really posting this much. And Then I go and look at the dates... They really are posting that much stand-up comedy reels, boom, 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 one after another. I personally think this is a huge mistake. I think you should do, if anything, one a day, or if you can do two a day, it shouldn't both be stand-up. One should be stand-up. One should be your podcast. I don't know. I mean, am I captain uh, social media? Who am I to be giving lessons? I don't have a ton of fucking followers. I just use common sense, and I think that this people want don't want to see this. So. Anyway, that's why I didn't do an episode last week. Um, besides the fact that it was just a busy week for me and I was traveling, I had so much other stuff. I've got stand-up reels edited, ready to go. I've got it's just funny, funny reels that aren't stand-up, ready to go. Um, you know, making promotional stuff for my upcoming shows and things like that. And then I was supposed to do another person's podcast. I just didn't think the world needed more me. Okay, and that's what we're talking about overstaying your welcome okay because you can do it besides social media in in life you know you go visit a friend you say you're gonna stay for the weekend and it ends up being a week that's overstaying your welcome and your friends a sweetheart they're never gonna tell you listen like I'm sick of you or nothing like that maybe they might start to go out without you and be like ah, I'm gonna get out of the house for a little while or think about when you're traveling you know and you stay at somebody's house uh, you you're you are also kind of like Needing a break from them when you're in the same room with people for a while. I go on the road with comics that I really enjoy their company. And sometimes we're staying in the same hotel room or just hotel different rooms or same comedy condo that we're sharing. And we got different rooms that we're sharing a house. And and I love these guys. I love going out and hanging out with them at night after the shows and drinking and talking and talking comedy. I love that stuff. But there's overstaying your welcome. After a while, I'm like, I need a break from them. I'm sure they need a break from me. People are already set in their routines and, you know, they can only go outside of their routines for so long. That's why, you know, you get homesick. You don't even have to travel to be homesick. You can be homesick from your routines. And sure, it's good to break out of your routines because you don't want to get stuck in a rut. You don't want to get stuck in a comfort zone. But at the same time, there's certain things in your routines that, you know, it's not unhealthy and you like it. For example, alone time. Now too much alone time can be unhealthy. Uh but some of it is important. But anyway, the point is is that uh that's what we're talking about is overstaying your welcome. And I really would like to talk about this about social media as I as I've been saying. And here's the question. Here's the question. Are st- are Instagram reels ruining stand-up comedy? That's my question, all right? I believe they are, okay? Because a bunch of stand-up comedians, all of them almost, have realized that you can put up your stand-up clips as a reel and this will get a little bit more extra eyes on you. And I've realized it, but now that like almost every comic has realized it, I'd feel that it is hurting stand up comedy. And I'll tell you why. Because you have two comics, two types of comedians that are posting stand up comedy reels, okay? You have the amateurs who haven't been doing comedy that long, and they're posting stand up reels. And I'm not going to say they're not funny, I'm not going to shit on anybody who's following their dreams or you know working to get better but I am going to say you're posting something too soon amateur comics are posting their stand-up reels too soon before the bit is done or before the world is ready to see them as a stand-up comic and I again I'm not shitting on amateur comics I in many ways am one And in many ways, and and, and for sure, I was an amateur stand-up comic. I've been there where I've only been doing comedy a year, two years, three years, four years. And you think you're ready when you're not. So you've got all these stand-up bits out there that it just, they aren't ready for the world. You know, that's what open mics are for. That's what bar shows are for. That's for you to build your chops. But I have noticed a lot, a lot of amateur comics that are posting a bit before the bit's done. Uh, And The problem with that is several things. You're going to, A, turn audiences off. Now, I'm talking about the public, people that don't know you, that are thinking about going out and enjoying some live entertainment for the weekend. If we're constantly showing them what's out in stand-up today – This is kind of a turnoff. You may be turning people away from coming to see live shows. And then you have people that you do know, your friends, your family, they're going to see this and go, he's not that good. So you don't want people to see you before you're ready. And I can't stress this enough. Case in point, okay? Bookers are going to see you before you're ready. Okay? So... Here's here's the case in point. All right, I got shows out of town. I need some local comics. I started asking around people to refer me guys that maybe want to open the show, maybe MC it and stuff like that. I got s- uh, several names thrown at me. <clears throat> Couple of names that I went and looked on their social media to see their stand up because I want before I reached out to them, I wanted to see if they're any good. And the clips I'm seeing, I would not hire this person. So you see, I'm not trying to be a dick. I support up-and-coming artists. I am one, and I was one, and I will be. So I support up-and-coming artists. I'm not trying to be a dick. I I love to give opportunities to up-and-comers, especially if I see potential in them. Okay, But you guys are putting an unfinished product out, and I have paying people, paying money. I don't give away free tickets to my show. Maybe if you were in LA or maybe, you know, if you already, uh, you know, lived there and I already had my MC and feature and you want to do a five minute guest spot, I will give you opportunity unpaid. I'm not going to pay, but but, but if I'm going to pay you and audience is paying for a ticket, I got to have somebody who is at least looks professional. And these videos are, again, no offense. You guys aren't ready yet. Okay. That's what's happening. Now, that's me. Not not everybody's going to be as nice as me. Some people I'll see potential in, and I'll give it to them anyway just because I see the potential, okay? But most of the time, the bookers are going to go, move on. This guy ain't funny. So now, what the hell do I know? Again, I'm not captain social media, okay? I'm not. I am a guy who's been doing comedy nearly 14 years, and I can see seasoned and unseasoned, but I'm not... An expert on social media. I don't go viral. I don't blow up. I don't have a fucking 100,000 followers. So I'm not saying to take my advice. I'm not saying don't put anything out. Uh, I've also noticed that the masses are extremely stupid. My least favorite stand-up reel that I have out right now has the most views. And it's just so stupid. It's not how I write. It's just it's an easy joke. So if you have like easy jokes, something that you think people can relate to, quick jokes that are under 15 or 30 seconds post them i'm not saying don't post those but i am saying i am i'm seeing a lot of amateurs post stand-up reels before they're ready and they're releasing bits that aren't done they're releasing bits that aren't that funny okay here's the other type of comic comic number two who's releasing stand-up reels who are professional stand-up comedians but they're afraid to burn their good material for free on social media because they don't want you to see the bit online, show up, and see them in person, and you're doing the same bit. So professional comedians are releasing stand-up reels of crowd work. If you're not familiar with the term crowd work, basically improv, interacting with the crowd, okay? So I'm not saying that crowd work isn't an art form on its own. It is. Some of these Pro comics are really good at crowd work, really good at it. But the problem I see with you only posting crowd work stand-up comedy reels is you're training the next generation audience that it's okay to talk during a comedy show. For years, we have fought this narrative. We have tried to implant in people's minds who think, we're helping the show isn't that what comedy is you they handle hecklers they are good at it just because we can doesn't mean you should coming from a guy who writes his material if i have to do crowd work i will sometimes i do incorporate it in my act especially if the audience needs to be you know you know shocked alive a little bit or taking the stick out of their ass or something happens in the room or if they do heckle or if they're chatty Yes, you, it, you should be good at it. You should definitely take a class. Message me on Instagram if you would like recommendations for a class. I know guys that are amazing at it. Greg Wilson uh, is a comedian that is hilarious. Great writer. If he did zero crowd work, great material writer. But he happens to be very good at crowd work and teaches a completely separate class for crowd work. I would recommend it. So it is something that you should be good at. But... Now you've got professional comedians. They're afraid to burn their good material. So they want the views, though. They want to jump on the stand-up reels like everybody else is. So they're releasing a lot of crowd work. And now the audience who is uneducated to stand-up comedy is going to show up thinking this is what a stand-up comedy show is. And if I do talk, I'm creating opportunity for another hilarious moment like I saw online. Now, this is not what you should do at a comedy show just because an artist can handle you doesn't mean that you should be a problem if uh if they are welcoming the crowd to interaction that's different but most comics just want to go up there and get through the material without you yelling shit out okay so that is why i feel for those two reasons that stand-up comedy is being ruined by reels instagram reels tiktoks youtube it's called shorts so there's that and that's how i feel you can overstay your welcome now again guys i can't get a fucking uh you know ten thousand followers on any social media to save my life i should not be preaching any type of advice but i will tell you what i've noticed and i'll pass on the knowledge and i hope that it helps you i would say don't overstay your welcome don't post a thousand fucking stand-up comedy clips and you're posting like three to five a day and then they're all one show. You're posting different reels, but they're all, we're at the same show. So you got the same background behind you, the same lighting, and you're wearing the same outfit and then everybody's looking through your thumbnails. It looks like the same fucking video. Of course, you know, some of you are addressing it up nice so it looks different and you put the different fonts and this is this one title, but then you have to just assume that people are actually looking on your page, looking through your thumbnails, but they're not. Okay? So you gotta switch it up a little bit. So this is what's happening. You're 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 posting a bunch of different jokes from the same show, and you gotta switch it up. It's okay to have two in the same outfit, same club, same background, stuff like that. But every now and then you got to switch. If you're playing the same club all the time, if you're living in a town where only one place to get up, I hear you. Switch the camera angle to the other side. Um, that's what I would do. But don't overstay your welcome. I think it's really important. I hear from people, not about me, I hear from people who are not comedians in the regular world that say they follow a couple of stand-up comedians. Who they had to unfollow recently because they were all they were seeing in their feed was their stand up and it wasn't particularly very good. So they actually had to either unfollow them or mute them. So uh, definitely do not overstay your welcome. Again, I am no expert in social media, but I do think I have common sense. And I'll tell you this much about me I've got probably. I don't know, 2,500 followers on Instagram. Not a lot. I ain't fucking going viral. I ain't famous or something like that. But my views are way more than my followers. Okay? That's what I'm saying. A lot of you guys are doing stand-up reels, and I see you got 1,000 followers, and you're getting 900 views, or you're getting 2,000 views, so you're doubling your followers' numbers, okay? That's fine. That's normal. But then I'm seeing a lot of you guys that got like 30 or 50,000 followers, but you're getting 5,000 views, 1,500 views, 900 views because you're posting too much and or it ain't funny or you're doing it wrong. I've also noticed it's got to be good quality. It won't go via the algorithm. doesn't push it as much if it's not good quality. Um... A lot of you are still filming it landscape and then you post it as a real landscape so you got the black bars on the top of the bottom and I just Instagram doesn't like that algorithm. Um, So what I'm saying about me is although I'm not Captain fucking blow up on any social media, but my views on stand-up reels, one of them's fucking 52,000. The other ones, I got another one that's like 10,000 Got another one that's 12,000 and then I do the Friday roast where I roast people some of those are at 24,000 some of them are as little as 900 but that's just because of the the context of of what I'm saying it gets a little it gets a little red flag because I'm a little controversial but that but most of them are 5,000 minimum and this is somebody who's got only 2500, 2,500 followers so you see my ratio is good so I am not saying that you should listen to me preach, but I do think that my common sense theories, and I've been doing stand-up for 14 years, I do think I have something to offer you, okay? So that's all I'm saying. Don't overstay your welcome and try these little tips that I've given you. Switch the camera angle if it's the same place over and over again that you're filming at. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta film it right way for real, have it be good quality. Or if you're gonna film it, landscape you got to be far away so that you can zoom in but then you're going to fuck up your quality believe me that's what i do too and sometimes you don't have a choice depending on the room that you're in um adding subtitles helps uh these are little things these are these are little fucking things that will help hopefully but guys if you're going to release a, a fucking stand up reel make sure it's funny and i know that you think you're funny but as performing artists we have to be our worst critic if you're not your worst critic something's wrong something's wrong you're not going to keep growing you have to be your worst critic so i would say if you're amateurish if you've only been doing comedy maybe four years and under i would say 15 keep it to 15 second reels and have them be quick and funny like quick jokes like stuff that people are going to get easy because like I said the masses are stupid. So if it's something they can get easy, you're going to be fine. But when you got stuff that just doesn't have punchlines in it, it's too long without punchlines. We're seeing we're seeing the amateur behind it. And you're either hurting yourself from getting work in the future. People might think that you're always not funny even though when you got funny later, but they saw that video a couple years ago, you know. Or you're also letting people think this is what stand-up is, you know, and they're not going to come buy a ticket. I mean, I don't want to talk. I can be super offensive. Maybe people won't want to come to a stand-up show because of that. But anyway, guys, these are just thoughts that I'm having. I hope it helps. And to the pros out there, you guys, you got to release some fucking material. I know you want to do the crowd work ones only because you don't want to burn your material. But guys, then write new jokes. What do you want me to tell you? Some of my stand-up reels I got out right now, some of them are going to be on my special. You might hear that joke on my special. But guys, we're talking about 15 to 30 seconds. So I'm not giving that much away. And if you know me, I don't do quick one-liner jokes. I do bits. I got three-part bits and I do stories. So what I'm releasing on Instagram is funny but it's also one piece of a of a three-part bit. So you're not even getting the whole thing. And then uh or there's some stuff that I'm probably never going to say against. I don't mind throwing it out there. Or there's things that um you know, I I don't do anymore. Y- you know, if if there's a crowd work part, I might release it but I, I don't think you should only be releasing crowd work stuff. That's just my opinion. So anyway, that's the theme of <laughs> of, uh, of the episode today is, is don't overstate your welcome. And I think that applies to real life and social media. Either way, it can help your career and or your relationships. Now, I would like to end today's episode on the Oscar goes to, which is a segment I do on here sometimes. And I haven't done it in a while. I started in 1973, is where I started. And uh, yeah, started in 1973. And then every year I went through all the Oscar nominations and we're just saying, like, you know, have we seen it? Have we not? And do we think the Oscars got it right? So where we left off, I have 2004 here. That's what we have. So let's see. What was nominated for Best Picture in 2004? Um, Lost in Translation. I don't think i've ever seen it um the lord of the rings the return of the king um if that's not the first one that i haven't seen it, i've only ever seen the first one master and commander i believe that's with russell crow and uh, mystic river and seabiscuit now i've seen those two the winner went to lord of the rings surprisingly never really got into those movies myself personally um Seabiscuit I thought was a little boring, but maybe if I saw it as an adult, I would enjoy it more, uh, especially because I like Toby Maguire more as an adult now. And um, Personally, I think the Oscars got it wrong here. I would have given this to Mystic River. Hands down, that was the best movie out of these, anyway, in 2004. So, I'm also pretty sure that I could be wrong. Someone fact-checked me on this. I think that Castaway may have been released in 2003 which would have made it eligible for 2004 Oscars. So the fact that Castaway with Tom Hanks is not even nominated that's fucking crazy. It should have been Castaway or Mystic River. Um best actor nominees, you got Johnny Depp for Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean alone should have been nominated for best picture. It wasn't. Lord of the Rings is, come on, why not Pirates of the Caribbean? But Johnny Depp got a nominee nomination for best actor. Uh Jude Law got one for Cold Mountain. Bill Murray got one for Lost in Translation. Never saw that. Um, Sean Penn got one for Mystic River. And Sean Penn won. I agree with this. I agree with this. Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Um, Alec Baldwin for The Cooler. Tim Robbins for Mystic River. Benicio Del Toro for 21 Grams. I love Benicio Del Toro. Uh, Jimon that's, um, uh That's the guy from Blood Diamond and Gladiator. I think he's a great actor. For In America and Ken... Watanabe for The Last Sam- Samurai. And the winner went to Tim Robbins Mystic River. All these are great actors, but I, I mean, Tim Robbins did do a good job. Best actress nominees. You got um, Keisha Castle Hugh for Whale Rider. Never saw that. Diane Keaton for Something's Gotta Give. Samantha Morton for In America. I don't know what In America is. Naomi Watts for 21 Grams. Uh, Charlize Theron for Monster. Charlize Theron won for Monster. I think that's well deserved. And then supporting actress, you've got Renee Zellweger for Cold Mountain. i never seen that. Renee Zellweger is a great actress, and I do think that she deserved to win Best Actress, which she did for playing Judy Garland. Um, House of Sand and Fog. What is that? Sharia? I don't even know how to say this. Anyway, she didn't win. Patricia Clarkson for Peace of April. I don't know what that is. Marcia Gay Harden for Mystic River. She was nominated Holly Hunter for 13. The winner went to Renee Zellweger. Um a lot of these I don't know guys if I'm skipping over them going I don't know these and maybe I should please message me on one of my social medias and say hey dude you never saw that you got to cuz that's what I'm looking for is recommendations Let's uh let's end it with best director shall we Um here's what's nominated City of God Lost in Translation Master and Commander and Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings won. Peter Jackson he did uh King Kong I'm sure he's a great director Um I'm a little surprised that a Robert Zemeckis for Castaway was not nominated, and b um, uh, Clint Eastwood n- fucking directed Mystic River, and he tell me he wasn't nominated. So I would say a lot of these. I would say the Oscars got wrong. I think that Castaway should have at least been nominated, and I think that Mystic River should have won Best Picture, and and Clint Eastwood should have been best director but anyway there you have it there's uh this we haven't done in a while this that's this week's this month's or whatever you want to call it this episode's the oscar goes to so um again if there's something that i you think i should watch from that you have something to add uh, let me know reach out to me on one of my social medias instagram facebook twitter at augustino zoida tiktok is at augustino comedian and uh, make sure you follow me on there for stand-up reels, but not just that. I do all kinds of. I got all kinds of t- content going out there: motivational stuff, workout stuff, cooking stuff, movie review podcast, and um, you know, just just funny reels that, that aren't stand-up. Just funny. I don't know if you want to call them sketches or observations or anything like that. Cool, nostalgic stuff. And you can also contact me by going to homeschooledpod.com. Click on contact. Those come right to me, and I will do my best to answer them as soon as I can. And uh, while you're there, get tickets for my upcoming shows. Homeschooledpod.com. Click on tour, and you've got uh, Massachusetts. October 7th, I'm in Worcester. October 8th, I'm in Foxborough. On Patriots Place. Super pumped for that. Get your tickets at homeschooledpod.com. Click on tour. Or AugustinoComedian.com. Click on tour, and then I will be in playing in LA for New Year for excuse me for Thanksgiving Eve, and then you can catch me in Memphis, Tennessee on December 3rd. I'm excited for that, and then uh, the ending at the year out for New Year's in Phoenix, Arizona. Everything's available at HomeschoolPod.com. The message for you today is be aware, self-awareness. And don't overstay your welcome, okay? I hope this was helpful to all up-and-coming artists or already-up artists, whatever. Uh, Don't forget that only love can save the world. And continue to come back here, please, at Homeschool Podcast, where we document the journey. I'm Augustino Zoida. Have a wonderful week. See you guys next time. Peace.